0: welcome to the ultimate hangout spot for all sports fans welcome to your all access paths to everything sports welcome to gnt sports talk and here are your hosts julian gilardi and bobby thompson
1: another edition of gnt sports talk i'm julian gilardi
0: i'm bobby thompson
1: we have our week four previews and for those of you watching this video wondering why i'm dressed in this shirt it's because my team is on vacation They've been on vacation all season, but this week they have a bye week, and I'm really happy because they've been a shit show to watch this year. So I'm having fun. I'm enjoying my vacation, as the Jets should, too, and hopefully they get back to work and do better, but that's what this shirt symbolizes. I'm chilling. My team's not playing, so I'm not going to wear no jersey this week. Bobby's repping his Patriots because they're rolling like always, but I'm pretending we're on vacation. We are, kind of, so that's where I'm at right now.
0: Uh, So (laughs) two teams on bye this week. We got the Jets and the 49ers, both – both teams, you know, Chilling. you know the 49ers are
1: the opposite.
0: Yes, <laughs> the Jets are a bit. Of, but listen, you—they're zero three because of the injuries. That's part of it. That's a big part of it. The defense is horrendous. We don't really need to get much into it, no, but yeah,
1: it, I've had enough. All
0: I could say is this: I think this bye week came at the right time for the Jets. It really <laughs> did.
1: Did it ever? Full the scores from last week—we were both ten and six. Bobby won week one. I won week two. Last week we split. He's up one game in the season. So we get that all out of the way. See if I can get it back this week. First game on the slate, one o'clock. Titans and the Falcons. Titans one and two. Falcons one and two. Spread four and a half points. Overruns are four and six. This is a big game. One of these teams does not want to go to one and three, another team has a chance to get back to 500. We look at this. Mariota's been his mediocre self. 800 yards, four touchdowns, and no picks. Not too bad, but not too good, obviously, like always. Derrick Henry doing what he does. 210 yards and three touchdowns. Delaney Walker, 158 and two touchdowns. And one constant in the receiving game. Look at the Falcons. Matt Ryan's thrown too many interceptions. Six on the season. 900 yards, eight touchdowns. Freeman hasn't gotten going yet, really. Last week could be a start, Maybe. Just 129 yards. Julio Jones leads the Falcons, 265 yards and four touchdowns.
0: So, this game, both one and two teams, I think, I'm going to tell you this what team can't afford. To go to one and three, and that's the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Yes, because we actually think they have a chance to make the playoffs. The Titans were writing off. We really don't think they have a chance to do much of anything
0: with Mariota at quarterback. I don't see a few. I just don't see a lot of success anymore. The guy is just complete. The pure definition of mediocrity.
1: Yeah, we've talked about him a lot. it's,
0: It's it's yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna get into it. I think this team's defense has a lot of potential. Their offense has a lot of. Low-key playmakers, they just don't have a guy, hence quarterback, to mm-hmm. really get those guys going. Yeah,
1: also the Falcons are home. They lose Keanu Neal for the season, which is a tough blow.
0: Once again, that guy can't stay healthy. Ugh.
1: I can see this being an ugly game. The Falcons, I hope, don't get lulled to sleep. They really need to win this football game, but I'm going to predict that the Falcons win this one. I think the Titans cover the spread. I think their defense will give some fits. Matt Ryan might throw another turnover because he's been doing it all year, and the Titans have a good defense, so I'm definitely worried about that. Falcons' defense needs to step up to make Mariota uncomfortable, which isn't the hardest thing to do. Just get some pressure in his face. He doesn't respond well to it, really. So, I think the Falcons will figure it out, but it might be a little tough.
0: I'm going to agree with you. I think the Falcons win this game. Um, I think you're going to see a huge game from Julio Jones. I think this secondary is good, but they can't stay with him. No. Uh, you got two corners in Malcolm Butler and Logan Ryan who also covered him in the Super Bowl when they played when they were with New England. Oh yeah. But they they can't stay with them uh, with him. I'm sorry. They can't. I think the Falcons receiving core is a lot better than these corners are. I think Calvin Ridley had a terrible game last week. I think you're going to see a different outcome this week. I think you're going to see what he did on Sunday night 2 weeks ago. That's what mm. I think. Austin Hooper has been on fire.
1: Both of them have been good,
0: yeah. And he's a red zone monster. I see that continuing. But with Julio Jones, it's another six-catch, 100-yard 100 game, 100 game for him. And I can wrong, see a score. I'm gonna go with 31 to 20 Falcons.
1: So you're going over, I'm going under. Yeah. You have Falcons covering. I have Titans covering. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have two teams going opposite directions in the AFC North battle: Browns and the Ravens. Browns one and two. Ravens two and one. Mm-hmm. Ravens seven-point favorite. over are 45 points. Baker has been a train wreck. Three touchdowns, five interceptions. Has not been very good. Nick Chubb has been solid, 233 and a touchdown. Beckham's been good, although last week pretty quiet. Close to 300 yards and a touchdown. You look at Lamar Jackson, he continues to keep it rolling. 1,050 from scrimmage, eight TDs. Ingram, three TDs Uh, last week. On the season, he has five, 250. Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews have been good. We've talked about them at length. When I see this matchup, I see the Ravens flattening the Browns. I think the Ravens cover this number, and I think it won't be that hard. I think the Ravens make a statement. They're not happy with all the talk the Browns have been doing. You saw what Earl Thomas said. They're not playing no games. They're like, we got to see it in the fields, and they're about to smack them in the mouth. Ravens 20, Browns 10.
0: I don't think – I think that the F- Ravens are going to manhandle this Browns team. This pass rush of the Ravens is going to be in Baker's face – Baker Mayfield is, you know what, he, he is a one-read guy. He, he he does not, he, if you take away his first read, he crumbles. And that's what the Ravens are going to do. They're going to take away his first read. Odell Beckham will do, will do some damage. I think this game, that's where you're going to see Jarvis Landry have a nice day. Hmm. Uh, Chubb will still make plays. I think that Baker's going to have a really tough day at the office. I think he's going to turn the ball over a little bit. Lamar Jackson is just going to come out. Last week was a tough loss. You played great. You're going to see him play tremendous this week. I think that Andrews is going to get a touchdown. Hollywood Brown is going to light up that secondary. I also think that Mark Ingram, I don't care what all these experts are saying on Fantasy ESPN. Oh, his production's going to go down. I think that's bullshit. I think it I think, is, too. I think that he's going to keep <laughs> it going. He's going to get a 100. Is bullshit. He's going to get another 100 yards. <laughs> Who the fuck are they? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> when I saw that today, I laughed. Keep I, it rolling, Ingram. I yelled I was at work, and I got that alert that said that, and I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. So, all right. With this, I think Mark Ingram's going to go over 100, and I'm going to say two TDs. He gets at least one. one rushing, one receiving. There you go. So, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go 30 30-13.
1: Wow, that's a real statement, even more than what yep. I was saying. But we're both on the same page. We both picked the Ravens to win the North before the season started, and we haven't seen anything to make us change. So we no. got to stay consistent with it. Nope. Next game is very interesting. Panthers have taken their backup quarterback, Kyle Allen, on the road to Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston's a four-point favorite. Panthers 1-2, and two, Texans 2-1. Two and one. The Panthers with Kyle Allen, four touchdowns, no picks last week. McCaffrey continues to do his thing. Over 500 yards from scrimmage, approaching that, three touchdowns. Olsen, 220 yards. DJ Moore, 217 yards. Two touchdowns for Olsen, one for Moore. You look at this Texans team, you got Watson, eight touchdowns, one pick, playing good ball. Carlos Hyde even closing in on 200 yards and a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins has been a little quiet, but still has 18 on the year with two TDs. Still and four of 160. This Houston team has so many weapons. I think that you're going to see some of the magic wear off from Kyle Allen. I think the Texans are going to give the Panthers some reality this week. I think Allen's going to get a little humbled this week. It's not going to be that easy every week. You don't play the Cardinals every week. Nope. Texans get this one done. Twenty-three to sixteen, I think.
0: I agree that the Texans are going to get this win. Kyle Allen, you hit the nail on the head. I think that 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 game he had last week, you're you're not going to have it this week.
1: No. I think
0: that Bill O'Brien and Romeo Cornell are going to come up with a scheme where you're just going to be completely uncomfortable all day, and you're going to take away your assets. I think Christian McCaffrey will will do some damage. I don't see him. I could see the defense really clamping down on him. Stacking the box, not letting him get yards after the catch. Um, I will say this: I think that Deshaun Watson's going to light up that defense. Uh, New Hopkins, I'm gonna—he's going over a hundred on ten catches, with two TDs. That's what I think. Know who also I, I could see really going off this game? Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills Hmm. has been a huge bright spot for this team ever since they traded for him. Seems like the line is getting a lot better. They're getting healthier. Just two sacks last week. Yep, they're giving Deshaun Watson some time, and when you give that boy some time, he will eat you alive. I'm going to go with this game. It is going to go. I'm going to go with 30 to 20.
1: Hmm, Okay, so you're going over. I'm going under. We both got Texans covering. Next one is... uh, Interesting one as well. We got the Chiefs traveling the Lions, who have been very surprising. Both undefeated teams. The Lions with the one tie. Chiefs minus six and a half. Overruns are 45.5. This smells a little trappy <clears throat> for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, a lot of teams have been taking the Lions for granted. Could the Lions do the unthinkable and slow down Patrick Mahomes? I'm not so sure about that. But Mahomes, 1,200 yards, 72% complete, 10 touchdowns, zero picks. The guy's literally perfect. He does everything you want. He makes no mistakes. He hits every single throw you need him to hit. Michon McCoy, 158 yards. He's been solid running the ball. Watkins with 311 leads the team. Three touchdowns. Kelsey doing his stand, close to 300 yards in a touchdown. The Lions have been surprising. Stafford's been effective, 68% complete. Six touchdowns, two picks, around 800 yards. on Johnson, I'd like to see them get him going more still. Has just 126 yards, averaging just 2.6 yards per carry. They need to get that moving if they're going to can sustain his success. I feel like Marvin Jones is actually outpacing Gallaudet 200 to 176 in yards on the season. I thought that was a little interesting. So how do you see this one going? Do you think the Chiefs have anything to worry about or do you think they just keep it rolling?
0: I think Matt Patricia and the Lions are going to really come up with a game plan where it's going to be similar to what the Patriots did in the AFC Championship game because Belichick and and Patricia are very, very similar. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he's going to come up with a game plan to cause some trouble, really try to get pressure, uh, and make Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. But even when Patrick Mahomes is uncomfortable, he still makes plays. Right. Uh, listen, I think that the two, Oh, and one lions are going to take a two are going to go to two, one and one after this week. I think the chiefs are just going to keep rolling. I think that Matthew Stafford could take advantage of this bad defense, but I think, He's going to make a critical interception when it matters most. I think they're both going to score some points. It's going to be closer than you think, in my opinion. I think so, too. So, I'm going to go with 34 to t- 34 to 30. Okay. And here's how it's going to happen. Stafford has a chance to go down and win it. And he throws a bad pick to, wow. to the Honey Badger to end it.
1: I think that hawkinson could be an x-factor for the lions this week he hasn't been going since week one i could see him exploiting this week defense potentially for the chiefs alger robinson and nicole Harmon are always x-factors on this team yeah. whoever's out there seems to be an x-factor for this chiefs team honestly as long as you're open the homes will find you yes, so
0: exactly
1: i think that this will be lower scoring than you think i think the chiefs pull it off 28 24 so i'm gonna go under and the Lions cover. Okay. So I think that because they're in Detroit, it's going to be a little tough environment. They're going to be fired game on the up, road. and the Chiefs might take them a little lightly. I feel like they might start sluggish and they'll pick it up. So the second quarter seems to be something to watch with the Chiefs. They seem to get catch fire in the second quarter. Yeah. We saw last week. Then they go on a twenty-eight nothing run against the Raiders. So we'll see if they can continue that. Next matchup: Raiders and the Colts. Raiders one and two. Colts two and one. Colts a seven-point favorite. Over under 45 points. One thing notable here, T.Y. Hilton' status is up in the air. We yes. don't know what's going to happen with him. But I don't think that will affect this football game. I think the Colts will win regardless, and I think they'll cover regardless. So, this looks like another mismatch to me. We were talking about last week how the Raiders and uh, Vikings were a big mismatch. I see a similar thing here. I don't know about you.
0: I agree, 100%. I think the Colts are a much better team. I Even without T.Y. Hilton, I think that Jacoby Brissett, Marlon Mack, and the boys will really come to play and score some points. I think the defense of the uh Colts will really make it uncomfortable and the Raiders are just going to be squandering. I think Tyrell Williams has been a bright spot for them Darren Waller's. Uncon- Waller's been huge. Uh, absolute stud. I think he could cause some trouble, but it's it's not going to be an and and uh Josh Jacobs. How can I forget him? Yeah. Uh it's not going to be enough to beat the Colts. I think the Colts are going to go 28. I'm going to go 28 to 20.
1: Yeah, I could see something like that. brissett has been so solid. Seven touchdowns, one interception. He's been very good. Close to 700 yards. And the Mack's been a dog the whole season. 300 yards and two touchdowns. TY's up in the air. Already has four TDs around 200 in the season. Raiders, Darren Waller's been a stud. You absolutely hit that in the head. 267 yards. This guy's emerging as one of the better tight ends in football right before our eyes. Jacobs has been solid. 228 and two touchdowns. But here's what's going to happen. We're gonna, it's going to be the same thing that happened last week. The Colts are going to go into the room, They're going to say, we've got to stop Josh Jacobs, and we're going to make Derek Carr beat us, and he's not going to be able to. Nope. And the Colts are going to get this one done, 31 to 20.
0: Okay. They won't
1: embarrass the Oakland Raiders.
0: Okay. Not bad.
1: Yep. So we got one more game before we cut out to our commercial break. We got the Chargers and the Dolphins. And the big news with this one is that Melvin Gordon's back. Finally, but he will not be playing this week, so we' got to wait a little bit longer, unfortunately. Chargers one and half point favorites. Huh. Dolphins zero and three, the worst team in the league yep. by far. So, Chargers cover this one. I think, I think they'll get this one done, thirty-one to ten. It'll be a laugher again. The Dolphins just can't compete. Phillip Rivers is going to do his thing. Close to 1,000 yards and five touchdowns in the season. Austin Eckler, wow, how will he respond that now Gordon's coming back? 368 yards, some scrimmage, and four TDs. Will he have one more outstanding performance before Gordon comes in? I I think he'll play very well in this one. I'd expect around 150 yards, some scrimmage out of Austin Eckler. But Keenan Allen might be the best player on this Chargers team right now. 29 catches, 400 yards, and three touchdowns. In fact, I don't know if you know this, but... Is he leading the league in receiving yards, you think? He is. I would assume so with that high number. So good job with that. Rosen has zero touchdowns and two picks on the season. He's been awful. Kenyon Drake has 69 rushing yards. They don't even have a receiver with 200 yards. Their closest one is Preston who has 185, but it's not going to matter. This is going to be another train wreck down in South Beach.
0: It's going to be a massacre. You're going to have to call in the uh, National Guard to stop it. Uh, the stop tr- it! Yeah, stop it! You're, it's it's a bloodbath. They're the Dolphins should be happy they don't have Melvin Gordon playing. Trust me, because if he was playing, it would be a lot worse.
1: Uh, huh, yeah,
0: Keenan Allen is going to light it up. I see How him many yards. 150 on 10 catches. Damn! Imagine he goes for 200. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I could say I, it wouldn't surprise me, but I mean, it's definitely possible. Um, I think that Mike Williams is going to have a nice day. I think Eckler will have a, one more game before.
1: I think he's going to show everyone. I, I
0: do. I agree. I th- I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to go 38-10. Yeah, I could see something like that. So we're
1: going to cut out to commercial break. We went through all the one o'clock games. We have our separate previews. So now we're going to get to the four o'clock games and the Monday night football game. We'll be right back.
0: What's up, GT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk Two, where we provide your all-access pass to everything sports. Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk Two. Now back to the studio.
1: So now we go with the four o'clock games, and the first one, Bucks. At the Rams. Bucks oh. one and two. Who had the devastating, devastating, devastating loss to the Giants. We're up 28 to 10. They and, had it. Inexplicably missed a field goal. we talked about this at length. Rams 3-0, 9.5 point favorites, overruns are 49 points. You got Jameis Winston, five touchdowns, four interceptions. Not exactly getting it done. Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber are having a battle in the backfield. Jones, 164. Barber, 163. But Jones, 5.3 yards per carry. Barber, 3.7 yards per carry. I will try to speak this into existence until I'm blue in the face. Ronald Jones needs to be the starting running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Enough with Peyton Barber. He's not that good. I'm going to keep saying this, and I know it sounds like a broken record, and you're going to say it too. Get Rojo the ball. Enough with Peyton Barber. He's garbage.
0: Agreed. Jesus. Give give Ronald Jones the opportunity to show you why he. Was drafted where he was. So, oh just God, give so don't, you gotta give him a shot. You saw what he could do. Just yeah, give the he was guy working
1: well, and then they take him out, and Barber runs right to the fucking line mm. because he can't do anything. Oh. And then they they get the field goal, which doesn't end up being enough. But yeah. Mike Evans went crazy. We had his we had his breakout performance, two seventy nine, three touchdowns in the season. Now Godwin has 214, two touchdowns. The Tampa Bay team has weapons, but. They're going to have a tall order in Los Angeles.
0: Oh, that's putting a mile when We
1: look man. at the West team in the NFL, potentially. Jared Goff, 737, four touchdowns and three picks. He hasn't been that great this year. He did not have a great game on Sunday night by any means. No. Todd Gurley, just over 200 yards, 4.6 yards per carry, which is what I look at with Gurley, one touchdown. Cooper Cup is starting to break out again, 267, 23 receptions, two touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, just 13 catches, but he's made the most of it with 225 yards and a touchdown. This game's very simple to me. It's going to be a Rams day. The question is whether they cover the spread or if they go over the under.
0: So this game, I will say this. I think Mike Evans is going to give the secondary trouble. I think Marcus Peters and Akeem Talib are going to have their hands full. Eric Weddle. Josh Johnson's gonna have his hands full. Johnny, whatever his name is, um, I'm gonna tell you this. I think that Godwin and Evans will cause a problem. I think mm-hmm. they'll get in the end zone. I think the Rams are just gonna steamroll them. I really do. How bad? It's. I'm gonna go with. You ready? Yeah, I'm we'll gonna go it. 38 to 14, Oof. and those two touchdowns are going to come one from Evans and one from Godwin. And I think um, <clears throat> you're gonna see Aaron Donald. Is going to probably end Jameis Winston. Like, you're going to see him on his ass consistently and often, early and often. Dante Fowler is going to sack him. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Clay Matthews get into the fold. Okay. It's going to be a huge day for that defense. And I think Jameis Winston also throws, th- I'm going to say this, three interceptions. Whoa.
1: Cool. I have a similar take somewhat, but I say Winston throws two picks. I think golf gets two touchdowns. Gurley gets two touchdowns. Rams get this one 34 24. It goes over the number because the Bucks can put up some points. We've seen yeah. it before. They just can't keep up. And you know, Jameis Winston's going to make the crucial mistake. Of course. Maybe golf will have another turnover. He hasn't been that sharp, but I trust them way more for obvious reasons. I think the Rams just covered the spread. They keep it rolling, get to 4 0.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: So next game, we stay out west. Seattle and Arizona, and huh. I'm smelling a trap in this situation. I, what? Not, not exactly. Well, just hear me out. Seahawks, 2-1-5. Cardinals, oh two and one Cardinals are home. But you know what? I don't like what I'm seeing from the Seahawks' defense. They're getting torched. Although the Saints had some turnovers, I know. But they, got, they gave up a lot to the Bengals. They did not look good against the Steelers, really, the defensive unit I'm talking about. Yeah. The over-unders, 48 points. And the Hawks are a five-point favorite. I'm saying the Cardinals cover. I don't think they actually win the football game.
0: Oh, thank God. I, I was going to say, if, <laughs> you're on something else if you think the Cardinals are beating the Hawks. I really well, do. Well,
1: imagine. Well, I mean, maybe, but. I wouldn't count on it. Let's put it that way. I'm going to say 30-27 Seahawks. So okay. that's how I see this one going. Russell Wilson's been playing great football again. 1,000 all-purpose yards, nine touchdowns, no interceptions. He's been perfect. They got to get this running game going. We have talked about Chris Carson, 158 and a touchdown. Lockett's been playing good ball. 28 catches, 277 yards and two touchdowns. How about DK Metcalf? Just nine grabs, but 217 yards. He's, really making the most of his catches.
0: He, he's, he's going a off.
1: Touchdown. You know, Kyler Murray's been doing his thing, 900 yards, his three picks, four TDs. David Johnson, I'd like to see the Cardinals get him going a little more. We're still waiting for that big breakout day from TJ. Just 200 yards and three touchdowns on the season, all purpose. Fitzgerald been solid, 253 and two touchdowns. Christian Kirk's been very good under the radar. 20 catches, 205 yards. So what do you think about this one?
0: So with this one, I'm going to agree with you. It's going to be the Seahawks, of course. I think that you're going to see Tyler Lockett just eat up that secondary. You're going to see Metcalf have a few big plays. And also, I'm going to say, I think Chris Carson's going to resurrect himself. Last week, he had a problem holding onto the ball. I think he's going to have a huge day. I really do. Russell Wilson's going to keep rolling. That's what he does. He, you want to know something? He doesn't have the flashiest offense, and whatever you give him, he'll contribute. Right. I, I love his attitude. So true. I love his attitude. I love the way he plays. He still produces. They're going to get this win. I will say this. I think that Kyler Murray—it's it's very, very weird. These these two quarterbacks are very similar. I'm fascinated by this one. Especially in height.
1: Yeah, and they both do the tool thread. They both play baseball. They, they compared him yep. a lot when they were coming out, at, when it, he was coming into the draft.
0: You know, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting to watch. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Hawks going 31-23.
1: Okay, so we're both going over. You have the Hawks covering, I have the Cardinals covering. So that's gonna be an interesting battle. And we go to another divisional game. This one's gonna be ugly. Get ready. Vikings and Bears. Oh. Over under 38 points, and I don't even know which way to go on this because that's like how inept these offenses can be at times. Yeah. Well, the Vikings, I would say, have a better offense, but I'm worried about Kirk Cousins for obvious reasons. Oh. Bears against against the Bears defense, yikes. Oh, it's <laughs> Kirk Cousins. You're in for a long day, brother. Both teams are two and one. This is a big swing game. They're both looking to catch the Packers, who are taking off so far. Louisville it'll be back at five hundred. It's a home game for the Bears. The Bears already dropped a divisional home game,
0: so keep this in mind. How do you see this one going? Who do you got? So what you saw on Monday night from the Bears defense, you're going to start seeing that a lot more. They finally they're getting it going. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, I'm not going to rave on him. But it, it was the Redskins, for God's sake. Right. The Vikings have a much better defense. Yeah. He's going to be under a lot of pressure. Oh, I yeah. I think that's going to be a big David Montgomery Gummery type of okay. day. Excuse me. Okay. Um, I think you're going to see this defense make... They're going to slow Dalvin Cook down. It could happen. Um, Kirk Cousins better hope... Better hope, I am telling you this now, that people get... that they have an off day because if not, those two receivers, especially you got one, Stefan Diggs, who wants out. He's angry.
1: He just has six catches for 100 yeah. yards in the year. You see
0: why he's angry. Yeah. So it, his first read will be taken away. Thielen will be taken away. They're going to try to take – the Diggs, I think, is going to get single coverage, in my opinion, so mm-hmm. he might make some plays. I, I'm seeing a big uh, um, Bears defense sack day. And okay. turnover day. Again, I'm going with the Bears on this one. They are going to win this game 24-10. to 10.
1: Wow, so you have the underhitting. You know what? I'm going to change up on you. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. I like the offense a little more, despite the fact Kirk Cousins is in charge. But who would you rather have? That's an interesting question. Would you rather have Cousins or Mitch?
0: Oh, it's so bad. Oh, my That's God. That's a hard one, isn't it? Uh, you know what? Ugh.
1: How do you even choose, right? Uh, nope. <laughs> I would
0: probably just fl- You know what? I'll flip a coin.
1: And you want to know what's really funny about this? Cousins has 500 yards, three touchdowns, and two picks. Mitch has 600 yards, three touchdowns, and two picks. Like, it's really just like. So similar. It's really crazy, except Cousins doesn't really run. That's the only difference. No. I guess I would maybe take Mitch because he's younger, so maybe he can get better. Like, That's Kirk Cousins, we really know what he is. But it's not by a lot. Like, I don't feel comfortable saying either one, honestly. No. It's just like. They got to be better. Dalvin Cook has close to 450 yards from scrimmage and four touchdowns. That boy back. Owen has 11 grabs, 173 and two touchdowns. And I think it's going to be a Diggs coming out party. That's how the Vikings win this football game. He wants out. You better start giving him the ball before he makes more problems. And you actually have to accommodate his requests. Get Diggs involved if you want to win this football game, Minnesota. Let's do it. And you talk about Montgomery. He's going to be a problem for the Vikings. I admit that. 200 yards and a touchdown. Allen Robinson leading the charge for the Bears. 203 yards. And you saw Gabriel finally get involved last week. I just don't think the Bears have enough weapons to beat this Minnesota team. I'm worried about the passing game. People contributing besides Allen Robinson. I also think they can limit the running game. I think Montgomery will do decent, but nothing too crazy. I think this will be an ugly one. And I'll go just under. Vikings 20, Bears 17.
0: Okay. Not bad.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's going to be an interesting game to watch. If you like defense, you better watch that one. Agreed. Yep. And another one that really fits that trend that we're about to talk about might even be worse to, in, from that standpoint, but better if you like defense maybe. Jacksonville and the Broncos. Oh. This over-under is also at 38, so go figure with that. Yeah. Big news is that Jalen Ramsey has a back injury.
0: And now he's having a child. Well, that's
1: actually true, I think. So but. he's at, he's not even
0: playing this week. <laughs> so, so all I'm going to say is Emmanuel Sanders, that that shitty game you had last week, now it's time to light it up. I hope so. I'm going to need him. So Jaguars-Broncos, this is
1: really interesting to me. Jaguars 1-2, and 2, Broncos 0-3, going to be a desperate football team in its spot at home. Three-point favorite. you got Flacco, who's been just okay. I mean, two touchdowns, two interceptions, nothing too crazy, really. Freeman and Lindsay is another storyline in the backfield. 173 for Freeman, 160 for Lindsay, two touchdowns. You look at the wide receiver group, Cortland Sutton's been emerging as the lead dog, 247 yards. But Sanders still right under 200 with two touchdowns. So DJ Chark for uh, Jaguars is also the lead receiver for them. It's 15 catches, 277, three touchdowns. Gardner Minshew loves DJ Chark. Yeah. yeah, it's his favorite weapon. And Minshew's been surprisingly effective. Five touchdowns in a pick, just under 700 yards. They'd like, they need to get Leonard Fournette going more, just 179 yards, no touchdowns. You saw that last game, he didn't really play well until that big run he broke. So, how do you see this slugfest going?
0: So, I'm going to go with this. Um, this game, I think Minshew has really played well. I think that the um, – <clears throat> I think he could put up some numbers. It's going to be a problem. I think the Broncos are going to have their hands full, and I, th- you could laugh all you want. I really think they do. I think that Leonard Fournette will get it going this week.
1: Okay.
0: I think that Chark will have a nice day. D.D. Westbrook he will get rid of the drops. He'll have a nice day. Yeah, because he's been I'm not silent. So- yeah. I- I'm not sold on the secondary of the Broncos anymore. This isn't an no fly zone anymore. <laughs> um. With the Broncos, I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to eat. I really do. I hope so. I think so. he's going to eat Boye's lunch. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> this. I'm going to go with the Jaguars winning this game. Oh. They are going to win this game 20-17. to Another twenty seventeen. And, way,
1: 2017. and <laughs>
0: here's how they're going to get it. Joe Flacco is going to come up with his fluke off and turn the ball over.
1: Okay. Well, I have a different outcome for this game. I'm actually going to take Denver. I think they're a desperate football team. You're going to see that. You can't go zero four. You can't lose the game at home. Jaguars are solid. They're not doing too bad, but I think the loss of Jalen Ramsey is going to hurt. You made some good points about Sanders, and I I 100% agree with that. I think Cortland Sutton's going to get involved, and also I think Noah Fant could be an X-Factor. I haven't really seen him do much yet, so I want to see if they can get him going a little bit. Broncos 21, Jaguars 20. It's going to be an ugly one. It's not going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a slugfest, and I just think the Broncos with that mile high, that home field advantage is big. I think they'll take advantage of it.
0: We'll see what happens. It'll be very interesting to see.
1: So, Monday Night Football, this is the matchup we've all been waiting for. We got the Steelers. We got the Bengals. This game's going to be awesome, man. These are the two best teams in the league. They're battling for the AFC. Who knows what's going to happen? These could going to be the top two seeds.
0: Ha. Now, <laughs> it's, now it's all, come, now it's all <laughs> slap back to reality.
1: <laughs> Snap back to reality, and these teams haven't won a football game. They're combined records 0-6. The Steelers are home, and they're just a four-point favorite, which is very embarrassing for them. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. Andy Dalton has been his mediocre self with five touchdowns and three picks, just under 1,000 yards. Mason Rudolph's shown some stuff, 26-46 to on the season, four touchdowns, two interceptions, so we'll see what he can do. I've been saying this all year, but James Conner stuck in the mud. It's our famous line until he gets out of it. 97 yards and a touchdown. Juju's been solid for the Steelers. And I think this could actually be a Vance McDonald day. I think he's my X factor for the Steelers. Oh,
0: okay. Um, I'm going to say this right now. I think that Mason Rudolph is going to, is going to rally the troops, their own three. I think this is where they, where he takes over. I think that you're going to see a big game from Juju. I really do. I think he's due for another one. Uh, James Washington has been a very big disappointment Yeah, I'm still games. waiting to see what's I up with him. I think this is going to be the game where he comes out and plays also, very well. So he's your X-Factor? Yeah, my X-Factor is James Washington. I will say James Conner gets it going a little bit. He's got to get something. we got to see something. Give it, we give it another something. week, and then you're going to start seeing him go off. Yeah, but man. With this, I'm going with the Steelers. The only thing I'm going to say with the Bron- uh, excuse me, the Bengals is that Mixon will score a touchdown. He's got to get going, And too. Tyler Boyd will go off. But I'm going to say... Um, I'm gonna go with the Steelers winning this game, 23 to 16.
1: Okay, I have a I have a similar idea. Mixon 87 yards needs to wake up. like you said, yes. John Ross leading the Bengals still, 292 yards and three touchdowns. and just 13 grabs. He's making the most of them. Tyler Boyd, 24 catches, 250 yards. He's an absolute beast. And I think you're going to see Boyd go off. I think this could be a good Boyd day for the Bengals. But the Steelers will score more. They're going to win this football game. They're home. They have to. They're a better team. I think the Steelers get this one done. Let's go with 32-23. Oh, okay. So we'll go over. We'll have the Steelers covering. I agree. It's their time. They better wake up. If they don't win now, I don't know what's going to happen. So if not now, when? Pittsburgh. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how we're looking at this. Yeah. So, so that wraps it up for week four. We went through all the games. I hope everyone enjoys it. And we will also have our three locks for the week, which we will tweet out on Sunday. So yes. pay attention to that. Last week we were 3 and 0. So hopefully we can keep it rolling. Let's get it. And we'll see if I can come back and win the picks this week.
0: Oh. I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Follow, like, subscribe, sponsor. sponsor. Thank you for watching. Stay tuned. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Instagram, GT Sports Talk 2. Everyone knows what's up. Bobby T and Julio G. He likes the Pats, I like the Jets. Hoping we could win some debts. Debating sports, we have a blast. Running fast like we in the flats. Yankees talk, we do it all Don't forget about basketball Hockey to begin the brawl